Elliot, when does the plan change? Elliot, are we making any changes this week? Elliot, when does the plan change? I get this question a lot. And the reality is, I'm going to start this with a big statement, is that your plan shouldn't need to change that much. And if it needs to change a lot, there is probably something wrong with it, or you're probably not getting the most out of the existing plans that you're on. So I'm going to go from a training plan perspective and also just a general perspective in terms of the changes to your nutrition plan, changes to your supplementation, just changes and tweaks to maybe a fat loss journey, for example. But I want to start with an example on my personal training plan. So there seems to be a big myth around needing to change your training plan frequently. So I'm just going to rule it out right away. We do not need to shock our bodies with different training protocols. I don't know where that came from. I probably could dig into it and find out, but we do not need to shock our bodies. I don't know why anyone ever thought that was a good idea. Our bodies are perfectly okay with having similar things that we've done regularly. You, It's very, very rare. And you've probably, if you've listened to this podcast before, heard my thoughts on plateaus. Highly unlikely that you're going to experience one. So don't worry about needing to shock your body to ensure that it doesn't <laughs> plateau. So let's start here. And an example of this for myself personally on my own training journey is that I've utilized a training program for maybe nine, 12 months or so. And the reality of the situation is that if you are still making progress on a training plan, it doesn't need to change. And I'm also going to go through why your training plan doesn't need to change in the early stages. What we've got to recognize is when you are first starting a training program, your body and your mind is just getting to grips with that training program, right? Even if you've done a back squat before, but you haven't done it in maybe weeks or months, your body needs to get accustomed with that movement again. It doesn't just sit into the squat for the first time and you're able to lift the same amount you were able to six months ago or a year ago. And if you are, then you've got to ask questions about how hard you were pushing yourself in the past. So your body has to go through this process of relearning. And there's a lot of neural adaptation that takes place. There's a lot of you getting used to the movements that you're doing once again. And I would argue that to get back to your technical best, it might take you a few sessions. And let's say you're doing squats just once a week. It might take you two to four weeks to even get to a place where you're squatting comfortably again. And then you're rebuilding up the weight again. And that might take a further two weeks. So let's say at six week stage, you're going to think about changing that training program. All you've really done is relearn the movement and got yourself back up to the weight that you were using before. So if your program is set to change every four to six weeks, it can be quite challenging from that perspective. And don't get me wrong, there are some coaches that change programs every four to six weeks or change phases. And if they've got rationale behind that, and I've definitely followed that before, and I've actually found it, you know, somewhat enjoyable, but somewhat challenging as well, then that's on them and they will have a rationale behind that. But generally that is going to be the process. So by the time you get to that stage and you change things, you're kind of just shaking things up a little bit too soon and not giving yourself an opportunity to make the most of that, right? Because once you get to that six week stage, you've relearned things from a technical standpoint and you're back at a good weight, what's going to happen if you continue on that? You're going to get stronger. You're not going to have to worry about things from a technical standpoint and you're just going to be able to focus on making a ton of progress. So that's the first reason why your training plan might not want to change. 
and actually why you might benefit from staying on it for longer. The second aspect when it comes to the changes you might make to your nutrition, the amount of cardio you're doing to elicit change within your fat loss phase is that realistically, it's hard to keep all your variables in place. And I've gone through this before when we look at training, cardio, steps, nutrition, supplementation, hydration, sleep, supplement, uh, I've already said supplementation, but basically there's seven or eight or maybe even nine different variables that I usually list out. And the fact of the matter is, is that there's usually one of those which you could be focusing on rather than needing to make a change. And that would probably move the needle forward. I have a couple of clients who are working on their health and fitness before they started working with me. They stayed on the exact same nutrition plan and training plan. I don't think they were training that much actually. So they predominantly were focused on their nutrition for almost like 20 weeks or something along those lines or even longer potentially. I think they dropped around 20 kilos by not doing anything other than following the same nutrition plan which is crazy. It even surprised me, but I do understand the power of just consistency and adherence and staying on point because if that's the reality. And if you don't need to make any changes, then it's better that we don't. And I always like to think of things from a very long-term and broad perspective. So a lot of people will say, why don't we start on lower calories or why are we not dropping calories yet? And let's put it this way. If you start your plan on 1900 calories, right, you've got room to drop those calories if, for example, your weight does slow down if you do need to up the ante a little bit. But let's say you start on 1400 calories, you know, two hours of cardio, a ton of steps. Yes, you'll make some good progress, but eventually you will slow down. You know, you might not make progress forever. So what happens when you do? You've already, you've not really left yourself with anywhere to go. So the higher we start with things, and I'm actually going to do an episode on establishing your baseline in the near future, the more room we've got later down the line to make changes if we need to. So if we can make absolutely minimal and make the most of you being on higher calories and lower activity, then that's a good thing, right? We want you to be on the highest amount of food and the lowest amount of activity for as long as possible and not need to make changes. And the problem that I find and the real reason why most people want changes is they want that novelty. You know, they want that kind of excitement of the new training program or the change that's going to make the big difference. But the reality is, is that it's not really going to make that much of a difference. And if you're changing your plans too soon and too quickly, then you might not be experiencing the same benefits or progress that you could be making of just being consistent and staying on point. And sometimes, again, people want to implement a change to hide the fact they're just not being adherent and consistent. So if that sounds like you, really think about it. And I encourage you to find your novelty elsewhere. Maybe find it from making different foods within the current set of macros you've got. Maybe the variety comes from the hits you do or this form of cardio that you choose to do. But don't look towards your plan for a bunch of changes. Don't look towards your coach for a bunch of changes. Because if they're not making them and you're still seeing progress, that's a good thing. So get familiar and get comfortable and content with not seeing changes, but still seeing progress. However, changes can be powerful. I do want to put in the quick caveat at the end here. And if they do need to be made, then they should be made. However, you should never be making changes for the sake of making changes. You should always focus on diligence and adherence first. And when the time comes for a change, then it should be made with an intention. And then it should be pretty impactful as well. If you've rinsed all your other options, then that change should be incredibly impactful. And if you do make regular changes and just for the sake of it, you don't focus as much on adherence, then they're probably not going to be as impactful and they're not going to move the needle forward quite as much as you want to. So 
that is why your fitness and training plan and your nutrition plan should not be changing that much. So I hope that helped team. Take care and look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.